What's it like to play for the club through juniors and then break into the Premier League team? How do you handle the transition into senior hockey? And how does the game change at that level? Welcome to the Camberwell Hockey Podcast. This week, Sophie returns to chat with Eliza Roxburgh Judd. Last season, Eliza completed her junior career with four premierships. She made her debut in our Premier League team, scoring in her first game. She picked up a major club honour and is a finalist in Burundara Council's 2019-20 Sports Awards. Great stuff. Here's Sophie. Hi, this is Sophie Sheehan, um, and I've got Eliza Roxford Judd here for um, the Campbell Hockey Podcast. Hi, Eliza. How are you going? Hi, Sophie. I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, so you're here to discuss everything hockey, and so I thought we'd start with, um, you know, when did you start hockey? How old were you? How did you get into our wonderful sport? Um, so, yeah, I lived in New Zealand until I was about eight years old, and so when I was there, I learnt to play and learnt to love the game of hockey. Um, my... My mom and my grandma also played hockey, so starting starting this sport like wasn't that hard to get into because most of my extended family played. So um, by the age of f- around five, I think I started playing um, the equivalent of hook into hockey, which was then called minkies, and been playing ever since. So you're saying you were forced into it? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't forced. I was just. I was just encouraged to start a new sport and I wasn't really keen at the start to get on the field, but um, after a bit of convincing, <laughs> I, I went on. <laughs> well, lucky us that you did. Um, and when did you start at Campwell or move to Australia? Ironically, I moved to Australia on Australia Day um, of 2012 and then um, that year we joined Campwell and I started juniors, um, started the, the junior section as an under 12. Yeah, I started when I was about 10, oh, 9 or 10 um, in under 12s and then have since then worked my way through the junior section. Yeah, nice. And um, you finished juniors last year with under 16s. Can you tell me a bit about like your junior career? Um, I know we were just speaking about how much success you had. Uh, I think four premierships over four years, was it? Yeah. How how was juniors at Camberwell? Yeah, I really, really enjoy playing juniors um, at Camberwell because playing, like I played majority, majority of the teams I played in were mixed teams. So being the only girl in a team of boys like it was different but it was what I liked about it like that environment playing in a in a faster game with um, more skill and more aggression off the ball and everything like really enjoyed just developing my skills in in that manner and I think that's really helped me to where I am now so yeah going through juniors I predominantly played um, mixed games but yeah I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually coached you in under fourteens, uh, and we we won a premiership. It, it was it was pretty amazing. One one of my few premierships. So you probably got more than I do, I'd say. Um, but you've also got two sisters, um, Charlotte and Alice. I'm not missing anyone, am I? No, that's all. <laughs> and um, they also play at Campbell, and you're actually pretty close in age to Charlotte. Um, you get to play with her is it every second year yeah yeah how do you 
how do you find that? How is it playing um, playing with your sister? Um, yeah, so she's 15 right now, so we're pretty close in age. So moving through the junior section would occasionally be in the same teams. I think for one team in under 12, under 14 and under 16, I'd play with her. I don't know about her, but I really enjoyed like being in a team with her, developing my skills with her and sort of just being there for each other along the way. But not so much playing with Alice because she's a lot younger, so she's 13 right now. But playing with yeah. playing with Charlotte, I really enjoyed doing that because being together and developing together was something I really enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully you'll be able to play with, well, both of them potentially when <laughs> yeah. you guys will get, get into seniors. That would be pretty exciting if we get. Yeah, maybe all in the same team. Yeah, exactly. That would be fun. <laughs> and um, when did you first start playing seniors? Yeah, two years ago I started playing, but not that frequently because I got injured. So I just sort of had a season off then. But last year I was playing my last year of juniors and seniors as well. So I had like a transition out of juniors into seniors at the same time, which I found really helpful that like for now when I'm not doing juniors playing seniors I like I'm familiar with everyone and how it works sort of things but playing seniors uh, I was I felt very very welcomed into that new environment by the coaches and other teammates it was it's a lot different from juniors I think in terms of like intensity and the skill and experience of players but it hasn't been that hard for me to get into because everyone's just been really lovely. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm so glad to hear that. Did you did you find, I know you said the skills um, and sort of the game is a little bit different. Did you find it hard at all to adjust? And were there any, like, you know, individual players that, you know, senior players that helped you to um, adjust to playing seniors? Yeah, well, because obviously you're playing with, like, I was playing with a broader age group than I was in juniors. There's were more like skilled players that helped me to develop my game awareness and like my skill around the game. But I think having you as a coach like a few years before <laughs> actually really helped because going in and knowing that you were there, like a familiar face, like know I could approach you and ask questions and everything. So it was good to know. <laughs> it, it was really good to like have someone there that I knew I could be comfortable talking to. I did not pay you to say that. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, that's. I'm very happy to have been a familiar face. Um, it was so good playing with you quite a lot last year. Um, you, I, I remember your debut for Premier League. I'm pretty sure you scored a goal, which is pretty ridiculous uh, on debut. How did you find um, sort of stepping up to Premier League? Was it was it daunting? Were you nervous? You know, you're pretty cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, how did you find it? Yeah, it was definitely daunting at the at first because going through the junior section, watching all Premier League plays and everything, it was such a fast game. I never thought, I never even thought at this stage that I'd be part of it. So, being able to play in Premier League was amazing experience, and I'm really grateful that I've been able to do that last season. Yeah, it was daunting at first, but then after the first game, sort of got into it and I've loved it ever, ever since. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you don't, you're like, uh, yeah, as I said, really cool, calm, collected. You don't really see the nerves um, and you just sort of, you just get on with it, which is, which is great, really. 
when I coached you, you were playing as a half or a centre half around that kind of more defence, but you played Premier League as a forward. How did you make that transition? Do you prefer playing in the forward line? Do you want to be a goal scorer? I think towards the end of juniors is when I started to play like more of the striker line forward, like attacking um, positioning and then progressing into seniors playing striker and getting um, feedback and advice and guidance from coaches and stuff um, like helped me to, to develop my skill in that position. And I really enjoy playing striker. Like I think it's, it's it's a lot of running and stuff, but it's <laughs> um, but it's 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 nice to score goals and finish it off for the team. That um, to prove everyone's hard work performing and just get the goal in to help the team out. So yeah, I think I I'd love to continue playing as a striker. Oh yeah, well I mean I'd love to be a striker, but <laughs> no coach ever puts me there. <laughs> uh, but now you're going to be embarrassed by this, but I think. You are one of the most receptive um, players I've ever played with. So when when anyone gives you feedback or advice, a coach or another player, you really see that, um, that you take that on and you try it in like the next drill or in the game. And that's that's so amazing. It's such Thank a good you. skill. Do you is that, that's all right? <laughs> is that something that you like try to do? Are you very active in that, or is it more does it just come naturally to you? Well, I really find the guidance and advice from coaches is like really valuable and I sort of just try and take that in to my gameplay and game awareness and everything and I feel like when I get told to improve something I try and immediately replicate that so that it sort of becomes like a habit so then I can um, I can use that in my in my gameplay and everything which I think I do that consciously because I want to keep improving and I want to help out the team the best way possible. It's amazing. It's such it's such a good habit. You should definitely keep trying to do that um, because you you definitely see it. I see you at training and you're constantly trying to improve. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Well done. Thank really you. impressed. <laughs> um, I also remember from under 14s. I'm pretty sure you won the best and fairest that year. How does it feel? You were just saying that um, you love being able to finish it off for the team and you try to make your, your your improvements for the team. How does it feel getting those kind of personal, individual accolades while you're playing a team sport? When you think about it, anyone's anyone in the team to me is like equally deserving of that. And whenever, like when I got that award, I was very, very humbled and appreciative <laughs> to be um, to be awarded that. But I think. I sort of accept it with the um, recognition of everyone's hard work and that I've just been there to like help it out and finish it off and, and finish like be part of the team that that works to for the same common goals. So I think that getting those awards like would recognise my work but also also how I contribute to the team and how they help me to to play my game. Wisdom beyond your years, Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It's, it's very mature. <laughs> um, on on that kind of team sport thing, you also row for school, um, I think, quite successfully. How do you find rowing? You know, it is a team sport, but it's a very different sport. You know, you're not you don't have a ball. You're not going for a goal. Um, no. It's, it's sort of short races. How do you find rowing in comparison to hockey um, and do you plan to keep rowing after school? 
they're very different sports, but there are many like parallels that I can find between them. Like I feel like rowing fitness is not the same as hockey fitness, but then they both help each other and I both equally like them and enjoy playing them. Yeah, rowing's very demanding, you know, with six or seven sessions a week, but I think I will continue doing that as much as I'll continue um, with hockey because balancing that with school and everything really helps me to have a balance and a healthy like refresher from everything else so I think I'd keep doing both sports because I really enjoy them both even though they're quite different. Yeah absolutely I rode in school as well and you're right that it's, it's it is really demanding six six or seven trainings a week um, and those early mornings it, it's really hard yeah but that's great that you that you love both of them. And on that, you know, you're in year 12. Um, it's a pretty interesting year to be doing year 12 uh, with isolation and um, school from home and all of that. You said you're going back to school on Monday, so that's exciting. But how, um, obviously it's been a bit different this year, but how have you found it in general mixing hockey and rowing with school? I know you were saying that uh, it's good to have the balance, um, but have you ever found it difficult? Usually the rowing season and the hockey season, they don't really overlap that much, only towards the end of the rowing season and the start of the hockey season. Um, so having them separately really helps because during the small overlap at the start of the year, that it can be a bit overwhelming with, um, like, you know, the start of school as well. Um, yeah. Because, like, you know, rowing six times a week, hockey like three or four times a week, sometimes it can be a bit hectic to manage like that with school and sleep but I think that being able to manage it is really good because having a balance from school makes me more productive in my work as well if I want to get the best out of year 12 and stuff. Absolutely they say if you want something done give it to a busy person (laughs) sounds like that's how you're getting through school and everything just stay busy helps you be more productive. Yeah it does. I heard recently that you are a finalist for a pretty amazing award, the Burundara Sports Award Young Club Person of the Year. That's pretty amazing. I'll read the um, little spiel that I've got. It's for a volunteer or club representative under the age of 18 who goes above and beyond their duties and adds remarkable value to their sports club. Congratulations. Thank you. That's that's very, very cool. I think it gets awarded in June. Is that right? I think so, yeah. But um, even to get to become a finalist is so incredible. Um, can you tell me about how that came about? Yeah, so I recently got informed by the club that um, I was nominated and became a finalist. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very I was very shocked when that happened because I didn't, didn't really know that I'd been nominated. But then I felt very very humbled that they um that they nominated me based on the Karen Russ award that I had got previously in the under 16 or juniors section yeah I'm very grateful to be um, nominated and it's it's cool to, to think that that I've been become a finalist so you're just yeah winning awards all over the place. The Karen <laughs> Roth Award, um, obviously an icon of our club, um, is for the under sixteen girl who has displayed overall excellence as well as club involvement, which I think definitely describes you. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty great. Well, I um, look forward to hearing how you go, but congratulations anyway on on just becoming a finalist. That's 
That's so great, really. Thank you. Um, and can you tell me a bit about playing for Victoria? I know um, I think you've played for a couple of different Victorian teams. How's that been and how have you found it travelling for nationals and being part of a different club that's not Campbell? Um, yeah, so I've experienced nationals a few times for hockey and um, also last year for rowing. But in terms of hockey, it's playing like differently to Campbell in a different team with different people, new people from new clubs. Um, it's also where I've gained lots of close and lifelong friendships because I wouldn't really, I don't think I would have met them if I hadn't have um, represented Victoria. So yeah, meeting them through there was really good and also travelling with them and playing other states. It's probably the most thrilling like aspect of it because it was really cool to also not only meet people from other clubs but also from other parts of the country who share the same passions for the game and just really cool experience every time. Yeah, absolutely. And those you're right, those friendships are so amazing to develop outside of Campwell. And have you found that also within Campwell, those friendships that you've had going through the years because you've played with Campwell since under 12s, how how has it been having those friendships and um, also taking them into seniors now that a lot of you are playing seniors? When I started juniors, I was in, and throughout the junior section, um, I was in a lot of teams with like Ali Wansborough and Shah Wheel and stuff and they've also progressed through the junior section into into seniors as well so having them they're like progressing sort of at the same rate developing the same skills um, at the same like time sort of thing was really valuable because heading into the senior section we're all doing that together so knowing some familiar faces is really good to keep and keep those friendships and build them across the years. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of the best part of parts of hockey, right? Yeah. Um, having having those friendships. Uh, yeah, that's that's so great. Also, I wanted to touch on the fact that you also umpire. Uh, just just another thing that you do in all of that spare time you have. <laughs> uh, how do you how do you find umpiring? You've been doing it at a decent level now. I think have you done state champs? Um, yeah, and stuff like that. The JC. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's really cool. Do you do you love umpiring, and do you plan on doing it more? And also, um, as a second question, do you find that that helps your game? Yeah, I started um, started umpiring in two thousand seventeen, I think, um, when there was actually a shortage of umpires at the time. Um, <laughs> but luckily, I started playing when opportunity like right um, was like provided for me, and I definitely consider. Um, umpiring to higher levels because it's quite different to playing the game but it's also it's a new perspective of the game that um, it's, it's given me like a broader insight into how I play and my awareness of the game and like through umpiring not only being able to develop my game awareness but also being able to like just give back to the club and serve like the hockey community um, is also like another rewarding aspect of it. Absolutely. Um, well, as a bit of a plug, you should go and listen to the vol- uh, the umpiring podcast that I did with Jim Uncles, Pato and Vanessa. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. you'd like it. <laughs> I, I have to, you know, do that self-promotion. Uh, <laughs> 
You, you spoke about, um, you know, giving back to the club. Um, is that is, is is umpiring how you started volunteering with the club and how do you, how else do you volunteer? How else do you like to give back um, in terms of the club? For me, lots of people have helped me throughout my game and my knowledge of hockey. So I feel it's very important for me to give back to the club as much as I've been given. So I think definitely through umpiring, that's where it all started, you know, going from basics under 10, under 12, just helping out others. But um, at Camberwell, there's many avenues and opportunities to do that, to give back and everything. So I definitely want to volunteer more, help out with the younger age groups, um, just like I have recently with, um, you know, Alice's teams, her junior um, sections and everything, because giving back to the younger age groups and helping them improve their skills has like helped the club, but also been really rewarding for me and enjoyable as well. Oh, that's so good to hear. Um, you were saying that, you know, lots of people have helped you along your journey at Campbell uh, to, to improve your skills, to improve your game, and I'm sure in other ways. Have there been any um, coaches, apart from me, of course, <laughs> that, have, that have really stood out that have helped you a lot um, or that you've really looked up to? Yeah, so throughout the junior section, um, David Wansborough coached me for many years and and like even still continues to provide like very invaluable feedback to me and advice that I'm very appreciative of that he's like helping me progress um, and advance my game. But because like he's very knowledgeable and experienced and um, his constant guidance and support has really helped me to um, develop my skills, my game awareness. Um, And he also reminds me to run on angles so I'll never forget that (laughs) (laughs) I think anyone that's ever had any coaching from David knows that that is his his number one tip Uh, (laughs) that's very funny Uh, yeah I David still coaches all of Premier League from the sideline uh, sometimes I know, I know. So I have to tell him, David, I don't need such specific <laughs> instruction, although actually it's really useful and it's always such good advice, isn't it, coming from him. He's so um, so experienced and such a good coach. Yeah. Um, so what what do you, like, What what's your aspiration with hockey? Do you have any big aspirations or is it just to keep enjoying it, keep playing the best you can? I haven't really thought that far ahead. I hadn't. I haven't written this as a question for you, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely think that um, I want to keep playing hockey for as long as possible and um, keep playing at Camberwell um, in the senior section because my one-year experience so far has been very enjoyable, so I want to keep keep doing that. But um, in in the far future, I think, I mean, I've always wanted to go to the Olympics, but that's maybe, I don't know, I could do that. But for now, I think just keeping on going the way I am and trying to progress through seniors as the best I can is what I want to do for the near future as well. That's great. Well, you've got to aim high. There's, there's no harm in, in aiming for it. Um, the way you've progressed over the last few years, I could definitely see it happening. I like to hear that. Um, <laughs> and can you tell me a um, bit of a broader question? Do you have a absolute favourite hockey memory? 
Is there something that stands out for you where you're like, that was the best game of hockey ever or the best thing that I've done with hockey? There was one time in juniors, I think, when um, it was a grand final. I can't remember. It might have been under 14s maybe. Um, Too many to choose from. (laughs) (laughs) But it was um, the grand final and at the full time it was was nil all. And back then they didn't do shootouts then so it was just extra time golden goal so yeah um yeah next goal wins and I remember I was the one who got the goal and I felt very privileged to be able to to be able to score on behalf of the team um it was just a really good feeling to finish it off for the team and know that I was contributing to the win Oh, what a feeling. I'm literally smiling just thinking about how exciting that would be. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. That's so good. I'm so jealous of all of your your premierships. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's that's so good, Eliza. It's been so nice to to talk to you. Um, I would like to thank you for coming along and speaking to us on the Canberra Hockey Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me.